on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime. Time. Got the game statistics. I could say if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. Welcome to another episode of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones. I have Ann Epsom here of the Sports Enthusiast Show. So she's going to give us a little, she's going to choose the topics today on this podcast today. So I'm going to give my raw thoughts and she's going to give her raw thoughts as well. So, Ann, how are you today? Welcome. I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem. So um, let's, let's dive into your topics and, and whatever topic you want to talk about first. So here we are. So since it's week one of NFL football season, I want to talk about a few quarterback debuts. And, and who are the two de- who, the debuts of, of who? Yeah, the um, Cam Newton had his first Patriots game. Tom Brady had his first Bucks game, and they had two very different outcomes. So <laughs> how you felt about those two outcomes? Oh man, raw thoughts, raw thoughts here. Um, I felt like it went the way I wanted it to go, like the way I right. wanted, but knew it was gonna go. Cause like I knew that Cam was gonna be in the offense, that Bill Belichick was gonna cater to him. Bill Belichick, everybody talks about Bill, but Bill, even the time when Tom Brady was out, he allowed Garoppolo to be Garoppolo. Cobra set to be Cobra set. He even ran Cobra set a couple of times. So it wasn't no particular offense. So whatever your style of play is, Bill is for that. Josh McDaniels is the one that, um, as I should say, like he's the one that can either pull out a whole playbook or he can put out, pull out enough to where you're comfortable with. And I think he's seen what Cam can do. And honestly, this year, they got this type of football. It's going to have to be winning football. Reason why? A lot of people for the Patriots have been out in the pandemic, excuse me, on the defensive side of the football. The Patriots are not the same top five defense for last year. Will Bill Belichick get together as the season goes on? Yes, he will. But right now as we speak, they're not the same football team on the defensive end. So by them not being the same football team on the defensive end, they're going to have to put up points on the offense this year. No ifs, ands, or buts. This camera has to show up every week. This Cam has to put up big, these rushing numbers or Javi, whatever he has to do to get it done, get it done on the offensive end, it has to happen. For Tom Brady, the offense, and it's crazy that we say this. After 20 years, most people retire 10, 15 years, but we're saying after 20 years, he goes to a new team. We don't have that in football or basketball, actually, after 20 years. Most people are like, you know, we're going to hang it up in those particular professional sports. I knew it wasn't going to be so great for Tom Brady right away. No preseason, no way to show it. And it's funny this year because we got coaches out here giving raw thoughts. 
in these press conferences about the about quarterbacks. Jimmy Garoppolo called it the other day. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan said, hey, he got to play better. And of all people, Bruce Arians tells the great one he has to play better. He ain't used to that. Nobody never tells him that. So now you're telling him that he has to play better in offense. He didn't even have a chance to play against live action because of the pandemic. That's all I got right there. What's your thoughts? Yeah, you can definitely say that TB12 missed the mark in his Bucks debut, but Cam did not. Cam actually had 15 different rushes, which is the new record for Patriots quarterback. Whew. Yeah, and that's what I I saw that he broke that record in the rushing world. So that's gonna be a new. It's gonna be new to the Patriots way of playing football as we as we speak. It's going to be interesting this year. I'm not going to count the Bucks out right away because then, for one, the NFC South, <laughs> it's, either, it's either you put up or shut up because somebody going home, and it's going to be a good team that might not make the playoffs in the NFC South. Right. The Saints can play good. Atlanta Falcons, even though they got beat by a, well, people don't understand, a very good Seattle Seahawks team. Then now you got the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we don't know yet what the what, what the Panthers are going to do. It's just week one. So I'm saying hold the brakes. Yeah. But week one, we'll see where everybody's at from there. We will see. <laughs> uh, my other football topic I have is, is everything good with Ben Roethlisberger? He played his first game last night in a long time considering he had an elbow injury. Yeah. Wow. Big Ben. He actually played good, but I don't know. He has to play good, too, because this may be his last year. People can say what they want. He said he could play on forever. We don't know that. But playing last night with the same weapons they had last year, he's a vet who can kind of come in. The defense has to pick it up. But are we saying a lot because they play against the New York football Giants? Like, we don't know where the Giants are actually going. They're still young. Young quarterback, second year, Daniel Jones. Second year, I want to say um Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you got some young talent there. The, the, the faces of the team, defensively, we don't know. We know Shepard is still there. But playing against the Giants doesn't show a lot. But a veteran quarterback like him who's been in the game for years, no matter how long he's been out playing against Giants, was a winnable game. It was winnable to me. But still in the tough division. You know, we, we, we still, he still has to deal with Baltimore. And Baltimore gave <laughs> the Browns a spanking. I ain't just talking about no, that's one of them man bend over on the lap type of spankings. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting them to win. But the spanking they gave them, I'm to the point that the Cleveland Browns, he throw the whole organization away. But that's all I got. That's how we should. Anyway, Big Ben threw three touchdowns last, last night, two of which went to Juju Smith-Schuster. Say that one more time. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Big Ben threw three touchdowns last night, two of which went to Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, we we seen it. We seen a light in there. First, some people were saying they don't think Juju Schuster is the number one court. I mean, number one receiver. But playing with Big Ben, I guess you know Big Ben has been in these shoes and seen guys play. He can make a number one out of somebody. I saw a big game from him. I feel like this could be a good tandem for people who play fantasy, for people who play. You know who who expected the the Steelers to be there. The Steelers was okay last year, 
still a few games away. But this year, Big Ben the Juju Schuster could be a very, very heavy tandem, just like Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Moving over to basketball now, Heat and Celtics play their game one tonight of the Eastern Conference Finals. Who you got? Whoo, I got the Celtics. I, I got the Celtics. I don't know about anybody else. I got the Celtics. I think the Celtics can win this series in five or six. Reason why? Because the matchups actually work well. Toronto Raptors was second in defense overall in basketball last year. People don't even want to talk about that. They don't have the same team, but they were really, really, really good. I knew they weren't going to go down easily because they were the returning champs. You want to expect them to go down, even if Ka- Kawhi Leonard is not there no more. You got to expect them. You knew they was going to go, it was going to, go to, a, to a battle. Even though what I'm saying is I'm looking at matches. You got Tatum, you got Brown. They might win that matches, but they still got Iggy over there. And Iggy might ain't starting out. I don't know how they're going to line up. You got none, and you got Bam. And, of course, you got Jimmy Buck. So two of the three guys I just named, are probably going to guard Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Can Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown score them? Yes. Can Jimmy Butler score on them? He will. But it comes down to one matchup that I always said is going to be the X factor. And that's Kimba Walker. Kimba Walker was acquired by the Boston Celtics. He should win his matchup against Dragic. If he plays well, Celtics are going to the NBA Finals. Those other guys can still play well and still lose because they're going to get their points. But with Kimball Walker, this is a matchup you have to win. This is what the Boston Celtics brought you there for. They brought you there to win this matchup. Did they bring you to every matchup to win every matchup? No. But it's particular matchups. So right now, this is the perfect scenario to say, hey, look, this is why we brought you to Boston. You need to win this matchup. You need to bring back at least 60% of the Yukon and the one that went to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I can't say 100% because he's not the number one option. Because, you know, you got Jace Tatum, you got Jalen Brown. But if you at least bring 60% of that, I feel like that 60% is enough to do your part to get the Celtics to the finals. We also have to count on Marcus Smart bringing the defense he brought against Toronto. Yeah, I agree with that. And I agree with it. And I apologize. I don't even know why I was thinking. He's a leader. He's actually the leader. Those are the talents that everybody always talks about the players. Those are the talents. But Marcus Smart is the very vocal leader. Like, Draymond Green was the leader of the Golden State Warriors, even though Steph and Clay and them guys were scored. He was their leader. This is their leader. You know, this is their leader. And that's why I was telling people with the Houston Rockets series, I don't even know who the leader is. You know, for the Houston Rockets, we are playing against the Lakers. But – by far, Marcus Smart is that leader who's going to bring it. And the good news is the Celtics, although he'll be a free agent next year, get Gordon Haywood back this series, which will be big for the depth with Tice. Tice been playing some big – he's been playing some, some, some big boy basketball. And you bring yeah. in Marcus Smart, it does a difference for the team. Definitely. The, another game we have tonight is the Clippers-Nuggets game seven. Talk to me about that one. <laughs> Just know, raw thoughts, people. Raw thoughts. The Clippers better win this game. I don't care how it happens, they better win. They did too much to get the game seven with the Denver Nuggets and the lose and not even get to the Western Conference Finals. I they said it, it yesterday. <laughs> Say it again. They let it happen. They let it get this far. <laughs> yeah, they have. 
And I'm telling you now, this is a type of team, if you let it get here, the Denver Nuggets will take you there. They can find a way to pull this out. But I'm going to tell you now, you got no choice but to win this series. You can't go with nothing else. You have to win this series. And by that, I mean no matter what. You got to. Nothing else to say? Not, not, excuse me, not saying nothing else to say. But you got to win this series because you can't acquire, you can't the LA Clippers. You made sure the team acquired Paul George, giving up a lot of draft picks, things that to get him here. It has to happen. You got to win. I don't care how it happens. You got to win. Like, you did too much. And if this doesn't go down, Paul George, you'll be in the category. Because, like, like, the guy was saying today, and I was looking at it, like, when, Paul, when Kawhi lose, nobody don't say too much. Like, oh, Kawhi just lost. It's always good things. When LeBron loses, if he was down this, this, many, this many games or had two comebacks come on him, they would be destroying LeBron right now. Kawhi doesn't get that type of treatment. You know, he's just there. He wins. But, in which I'm about to say now, he'll still be in the situation of, well, he there. And they'll probably say, well, it won't Kawhi's fault because it's numbers. Paul George's fault. And Paul George got good numbers, but if you got to blame between one or two, chances are they're going to blame Paul George. So, Paul George, if he doesn't get this done, you're going to be labeled in the category of James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Good stats, good numbers, but can't get it done and can't get to the big game. So, I mean, Westbrook couldn't do it by himself. They had him and Harden together couldn't do it by himself. Now you're asking Paul George with a good player like Kawhi Leonard can't do it. So a lot of stuff going to happen. If they don't make it happen this year, it's going to be a huge disappointment to the L.A. Clippers in their franchise. Definitely. Speaking of the Houston Rockets, who's going to be coaching the next season? Huh. That's a great one. I'd like to see Ty Lue, Mark Jackson, Sam Cassell. I want to see somebody, you know, that – which is crazy because, like, it's amazing, like, how – <clears throat> Mike D'Antoni is probably one of the richest coaches in, in in the NBA right now. Reason why I'm saying, like, a lot of contracts he gets are guaranteed. I don't know who it is, his agent, whoever knows how to work his contracts. So even if he gets fired, he's still getting paid the majority of his money. So he ain't lose. This year, this situation, he left. He left with everything. So even if he resigned or not, he's still going to get his money. Now, guess what? The Philadelphia 76ers and the Indiana Pacers are going after him. And I'm like, wow, yo, this dude keeps getting jobs. Who keeps thinking about Mike D'Antoni? All these other coaches, and everybody wants to sign Mike D'Antoni because he wins in the regular season, I guess. But I'm just getting to the point, like, yo, it is uh, absolutely ludicrous. He can lose and do whatever and still find a way to win it to get a coaching job. Who yeah. gives this man this type of jobs over and over and over? The, the L.A. Lakers, for the Phoenix Suns, L.A. Lakers, to the Knicks, not a Houston. And possibly one of those two jobs probably gonna hire him. I, I'm thinking they. I'm thinking they are. Am I right or wrong? I don't know, but it, it looks like it. He knows how to finagle his way into a job. So I think those guys gonna need a coach that's gonna restructure the roster. Westbrook and Harden could probably get it done with a different roster, but they're gonna have to get bigger, and they're gonna have to have guys. Or when you say small ball, you can have bigs that are like. Let's say, for example, like AD, DeMarcus Cousins. People who, even Jokic, somebody like that similar. Not saying you can find somebody similar, but I'm saying those guys can play one through five, defend one through five, and still can take it inside and outside when you talk about small ball. 
So you need a center of that type of versatility that can do that, take it inside, outside. Be able to defend the bees in the inside, but also can take it on the outside, knock down shots as well to make the defense come out. They can make a spread. So whoever it is has to be there. So my, my guess is probably be, it might be Ty Lue. They were saying Jeff Van Gunn is going to be a coach. Yeah. Jeff Van Gunn, this mm-hmm. might not be his style of ball no more. This is not it. This ain't it. This ain't it. I think he had it before. But no, this ain't it. This is definitely not a Jeff Van Gunn job right here. The Houston Rockets is not. I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping that an assistant, Ty Lue, Sam Cassell, Sam Cassell played in Houston for years, get a man a shot and see what he can do with these two young, young guys. Because all I know, even though the Houston Rockets did it for one, Chris Paul was traded, and I knew why he was really traded. To me, by the way, raw thoughts. The reason why he was traded because him and, and James Harden dominate the basketball. That doesn't mean Paul George, I mean, Chris Paul's dominant, so the basketball wasn't bad, was, was bad. No, it was good, but James Harden likes the basketball too. He doesn't want to mm-hmm. be on the side of the ball no more. James Harden doesn't he want to. He two ball hogs on the same team. Right, 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 right. And they both could do that. So when he went to OKC, you saw that it wasn't nobody who really needed the basketball. So Chris Paul was able to facilitate the offense knowing that he had to worry about nobody trying to dominate the basketball when he needed. So he got people involved that way because that's his style of play. James Harden the same way. Westbrook even was kindly this year. A lot of people don't want to talk about it. Was kind of <laughs> kindly about, you know, hey, I don't have to have the basketball. Now he took your shots, yeah. Did he that's get why he's so mad all the time. He didn't have the ball. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> he did have the ball. So, you know, and that's what I was saying. So, that's why that situation worked. But I'm just saying on, on a level, like, you got to have a coach that really understands them. I think Sam Cassell could actually be the, the coach for the Houston Rockets. Ty Lue is a good coach. But I don't know if he's ready for these two monsters. Because these two have some, some dominating traits that we probably don't see yeah. now, but you'll probably see when you start coaching them and being in practice with them and in the, in the film room with them, and you'll be able to see that. Definitely. Well, I think that's all I have for you, so thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Aaron. I mean, I'm glad I kind of answered your questions and got them out of the way pretty quickly for you. I'm very proud that you was able to uh, moderate my raw thoughts. I don't usually get that all the time. <laughs> Well, people, you got my thoughts, my raw thoughts. Yeah, and Epsom here, sports enthusiast, locked and loaded. Check out on her page, sportsenthusiast.com, correct? That's right. All right, all right, that's all I need to know. Well, hey, people, that's it. You guys have a great day. My raw thoughts. <laughs>